Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 426 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey Drummond. As always, is Carlo. I'm here with Casey, who's uh, uh, apparently faking some energy trying to get through this episode. Uh, it sounds like you're doing the exact same thing, motherfucker. That's true. All right, before I get too deep here, I want to give a big shout out to the patrons, uh, specifically our Black Bell patrons. Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornsson, Happen Royal Brewing, Brian Jones, Devin Stinson, and Phil Feldman. If you'd like to be a patron, head over to patreon.com slash blindyourstudios and become a patron today. Carlos, you were telling me something about our patrons just the other day. Do you remember what that was? Yeah, you're familiar with the Canadian tuxedo, right? I am familiar with the Canadian tuxedo. That is the one that uh, looks like a regular tuxedo but is soaked in maple syrup. Oh, nope, not that one. Oh, uh, is that the one that looks like a regular uh, tuxedo but is red and has a maple leaf pattern? Nope, not that one either. Is it the one that's fully denim? That's the one. All righty. So, you may, like, it's much, it's the much derided fully denim, full denim outfit. And you know what? They're trying to bring that back in as not just an outfit, but as a fancy outfit. Because, like, because, oh, like, outfit. you can't normally go to, like, a fancy restaurant. You show up in a, 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 den- a Canadian uh, tuxedo, they're not going to let you in the door. Because you're going to be, they'll be like, you're ridiculous. You can't wear that. Well, and, yeah, because everybody knows that Canadians aren't fancy. So they're make, working on fancy Canadian tuxedos. Really? Yeah. What do they look like? Well, I mean, <laughs> they're made of denim, so <laughs> they look pretty much the same. It's just a but tuxedo, but made but out of denim. Well made. Well made. Okay, so like... so Like craft. Craft denim Mac and outfits. cheese? Like craft with a K? Nope, with a C. Whoa. Like they got artisanal with these things. I'm sorry, they got what? Artisanal. Okay. Interesting. Um, so you're saying that if you want to help design the Canadian, the new... If you want to join this movement. The the, the Canadian tuxedo movement? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. That seems uh, more like a... Well, I'm not going to make that joke because it's a really dumb joke. So yeah, if you'd like to join the Canadian tuxedo movement, head over to patreon.com slash studios and join our black belt patrons as they... Reinvent the Canadian tuxedo. Godspeed. And God bless? Oh, no, you don't. I, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I just like to say, oh, I should have said Goodspeed. From, for Stanley Goodspeed from, uh, not God in Six Seconds. It was The Rock. That was the name of uh, Nicolas Cage's character. Was Stanley Goodspeed? Yeah, I believe I believe Stanley was the first name, but it was Goodspeed was the last name. I don't think it was name. Stanley. Because like, Goodspeed I'm, was like a, because, um... I remember there's like a, a part in there where Sean Connery's like, where like, oh, good speeds are not like God speed. Oh, God damn it. It is Stanley. What a fucking dumb name. Yeah. Stanley Goodspeed. Yeah. Hmm. Did not remember that part of The Rock. I, I remember too much of The Rock. I haven't seen it for <laughs> a long time, but it's such a great movie. All right. What have you been up to this past week, my friend? Oh, I haven't been doing anything that exciting. Uh, saw TMNT, not TMNT. T- that's a specific t- Teenage, Teenage Mutant Turtles. Ninja Turtles. But saw, Ninja saw Turtles. the original like Turtles Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live action film. And that was a great. Uh, you were there too. I was there. It, it was, was pretty fun. It, it was pretty fun. It was like it, it, it surprises me like how well that movie was done. 
Like when you're watching it, like you can see, like there's there are like seams around the neck where like the masks were on there, but like everything is so well done. It's like you can kind of believe that they're little Ninja Tur- they're Ninja Turtles running around. Not little it. Ninja Turtles. There's nothing little about the Ninja Turtles. Well, you know they're they're not super tall. They're not short. I know they're they're like just normal size, I guess. Yeah, yeah. there's nothing little about them. Like when you say little, you think like, oh, there's like little three foot turtles running around. Yeah, no, although like it did have like a, a segment where like they showed the baby turtles. Well, yeah, they're babies, and that was that was wild. Like just like seeing that, it was like claymation, claymation, or the the sh- one that we see uh, see the, uh, Master Splinter learning uh, kung fu. Uh, he does not learn kung fu. You the arts of the ninja. Yeah, karate. Oh, I thought it was just ninja. No, yeah. it's it's like they they do karate, okay? Kung fu is Chinese. Okay. That is very offensive. I'm sorry I can't remember what the fictional rodent uh, learned. But uh he uh like it's just him as like as a little like puppet rab- uh, rat just learning kung fu. Uh, karate! <laughs> motherfucker karate. I'm sorry, one of them rolls off the tongue a little bit better when you're saying puppet rat. The puppet rat learns ninjutsu. He does. How say that? The puppet rat learns kung fu. No, god damn it! No, no, I'm too tired for this shit. I can't deal with this. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, for like, it, it, the, there's this weird uh, force ghost segment where they summon forth uh, uh, Splinter, Ubi Nubi Kanubi. Yeah. But no, it was a uh, it was a lot of fun. I, it was a lot it was of a fun. Good one. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I did that too. Um, beyond that. Man, I don't know. Uh, we went out to dinner mm-hmm. on Tuesday night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, yeah, did, we that. did that. Um, hmm. I feel like I'm missing something. I don't know if we are. Oh, well, should we just dive into the beer? Yeah, let's dive into the beer. All right, we'll dive right into the beer here. Yeah, so uh, we uh, we have a beer from Sun King Brewery in Indianapolis, and uh, we happened to be there for some reason this uh, this past week. And so we picked this one up, uh, we, but we, not at the brewery. We picked this up. This is a Hive Mind, an English-style mild ale with honey, and it's the official beer of Gen Con. That's right. We were at Gen oh, Con that's this week. What it was. That's yeah. right. We went to Gen Con. Yeah. Um, it's a good thing it had said Gen Con on that label, otherwise we would have never remembered. Yes. Uh, Gen Con 2023, uh, for those of you who don't know, Gen Con is the massive uh, board game convention. Uh, it's the biggest one in the United States. Um, I don't know if it's bigger than Essen in Germany. It's one of the biggest board game conventions in the world. Uh, oh, the and- German one... Uh- I didn't realize Germany had one, a big one. Yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, like, I think it's in Essen. It's like Essenspiel mm-hmm. is uh, what it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder what, like, they're, what kind of board games they have there. I wonder There's, if, like, uh, yeah, Spieltage, or in International Spiel, Spieltage, or Spiel, often called Essen Game Fair, after the city where it is held, is an annual four-day board game fair. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, it's, that's another like really big one. That one's in October. Are we going to that one too? <laughs> I mean, where is Essen? 
I don't think we're going to go to this one, but oh, so we're, we might just be essing around. Well, that's all right. So it's near Dortmund. I, my my German geography is way off. Oh, it's way on the eastern side. Oh, um, we don't have a free place to stay, no. so no, <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. We could go to Cologne. Oh man, that could be fun. Maybe some year. Mm-hmm. Some year we'll go do Essen. Um, I would need to brush up on my European languages. All of them? All of them. Just every single one? Well, I got to know how to play all the games, and I don't know what languages they'll The be. problem is I like, don't really care for Euro games. Anyway, we should talk about this bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so this is, uh, this is uh, Hive Mind. Uh, be mindful of this beer. Or be mindful that this beer may take over your life. Brewed with honey, Hive Mind is a mild ale that's sure to delight. We had a few of these over the weekend. I'm going to go ahead and pour some here, and then I'll hand you the rest. Um, we mostly, so I have a story about the first time I had it. We were at, uh, the, was, I think it's just called Brew, which is this bar on Mass Ave. Uh, we were there Wednesday night and it was like the first day it was tapped and they put it on this line. It had mango beer on it before and the beer just, they, they didn't clean the line or run anything through it. It just tasted like mango and oh, yeah. this, and it was terrible. Like you could just smell the mango. And I was like, hey, is this supposed to be mango? And they're like, no, there's no mango in it. I'm like, well, why does this taste like mango? It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't taste like mango then. They were wrong. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, then we, uh, we had a bunch of it at the block party. Which is the large food truck area outside of Gen Con every year. Aroma. Oh, man. This is fantastic. Yo, you go ahead. I'm going to no, do yeah, it. Very good. Like, you have, a, oh, let me see, go to the aroma. Well, yeah, I was, I was in homebrew bound mode. Where, that's oh, I, uh, I might not have a whole lot of aroma I can pick up right now. Got, came COVID? back with a little bit of cron crud. Con crud? Con crud. Do you, can you still taste things? Yeah, I can still taste things. Okay, good. So it's not COVID yet, yeah, hopefully. No. I, there's COVID tests up there, though, so All right. if you need one. Well, it'll probably be another day or two before I would be able to. Right. Be No. Yeah, no, but I, I get, like, I'm definitely getting, like, honey, like a English mild style mild I get, uh, um, honey. like, honey, honey toffee, a sure. little bit of biscuit. Uh, it's pretty cold because I had it in the freezer because it was in my backpack. Um, but flavor-wise, it's, it's. Sweet and bready. Oh, yeah. It's very good. It's like, you know those um, dark, like, oh, no, plain cookies, like Delta plain cookies. Okay. Um, it kind of tastes like those where, like, they're sweet, they're kind of bready, um, and they're, like, almost like a little crumbly. This doesn't crumbly, but, like, it has, like, that aftertaste, like, that cookie-like aftertaste. And it's, like, a very, very mild sweetness. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just enough there to, for, as, like, part of the honey. I kind of want to dip it in my coffee. Yeah. No, 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 it tastes very good. Yeah, this is, uh, I think, one of my favorite uh, con beers that I've had mm-hmm. since we've been going since 27. I looked at my badge, 2017 was our first year. Yeah, this is the, when I, every time I hit the uh, the the brewer's tent, like, this was the only one I was going for, was the, the Sun King one. I had a or, pale ale yesterday, because I was like, ah, I've already had a, I, I'm just, like, kind of feeling a pale yep. ale before we went and saw gamers. But we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll take Gen Con day by day oh, yeah. here. Uh, but give me a number. Uh, you know, this is really solid. 
Uh, I don't know enough about English style mild ales to know how like this how much this fits in like with that specific style. But uh, I'm gonna give this. It's so easy to drink. It tastes good, and, and like it's pretty different from most other. I'm gonna give it an eight and a half. Oh wow, that's pretty good. That's pretty. Yeah, good. it's got a lot of things going for it, and not really anything against it, unless you have mango. Yeah, it does not blend well with mango. Yeah, I'm gonna give it an eight. I really enjoy this beer. I love a good English beer. Uh, I sent a photo of it to Brian when I first had it, and he's like, "How the hell do you keep finding all these English beers?" I'm like, <laughs> "I have a gift, man. I have a gift." And I, I love the English flavor profile. It's it's just delightful. It's something new, a little sweeter, not quite over-the-top palate-strippingly bitter. It's just nice. Mm-hmm. And this is perfect there. And it's right in that, like, I think 5% range, so it's not crazy. might even be a little lower. Uh, I don't know if it says on the can or not. I'm not seeing it. Percentage, percentage. Hive mind, Sun King. Boop. Nope, I don't see it on Let's here. Let's see if it's not untapped here. Hive mind, 5%. All right. Yep. Oh, man, bunch of photos from people drinking it at Gen Con on untapped. I got a three and a half. I might read some of those later. All right, let's talk Gen Con. All right, so we flew in on Wednesday. The con doesn't start till Thursday. What did we do on Wednesday? We we fucking picked out is what we did. We did maybe pig out just a so, little bit. Do you remember what our first stop was? I can't remember. It was, yeah, we went to uh, Bottle Works. Oh, yeah, we went to Bottle Works. Went which to is, Bottle Works. Which is, place, had, which is the... Uh, by like what it was the old Pepsi factory or something? Oh, like old that? Coke bottling old, facility old, 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 in bottling Indianapolis, and uh, they uh, have like uh, a lot of like different like food. It's like a um, like a, just a concourse full of different other all sorts of different food. Ch- yeah, options. it's yeah, it's uh, like a large food court. Yeah, and so you just uh, hit that. They have barbershop too. It was like, oh man, I could have like got, not gotten a haircut until today, and just got my haircut here in front of everybody. But yeah. But uh, also, uh, yeah, there's a lot of food. I, I've we've gone there last couple of years. I don't know if we did the first time it went. Yeah, I think we did probably. I'm, try, I'm trying to think like if I have I've been there four times, five times. How many times I've been there? Yeah, uh, the first year we. Well, I don't think we went there with Matt because we were on the other side of the city. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, I grabbed some good food. So I got a. Uh, uh, what was that pastry full of stuff? It, I can't remember what they're called. Like a, not enchil- 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 an empanada. Empanada. I had an empanada, which is good, but I had a habanero dipping sauce uh, or a sauce. That was so it. good. It was. It wasn't like a habanero salsa. It was a straight up habanero sauce, and it yeah, was amazing. It was really good. And so yeah, that was I. That was the first food item. I had it. We may have gone like it was it was one of those days where we were just excited. We we hung out at Bottle Works for a while. We had a couple of drinks. Yeah. And then we walked to one of our favorite breweries uh that we hit every year, which is St. Joseph Brewing. Yeah. It's in an old church. We've talked about it before. Their beers are solid. They have some really good uh like German German food. Uh we had pretzels mm-hmm. and a meat plate. Honestly, like, it wasn't too bad. Like, there we just had, like, some appetizers and snacks. Did we need them? No. Did we love them? Yes. Did we have a bunch of beers with them? Yeah. They had a dunkle on tap that 
knocked my socks off. So was off. it just the appetizers that we got, or was it... Yeah, uh, it was, we just had appetizers okay, there. Okay, How How hazy is this day for you? Get, well, I did... You know, at that point, I started having a lot of beers while we were there. <laughs> I think we had four each. Like, they have one this one beer on tap, this uh, tangerine uh, beer, which basically is an ecto-cooler for adults, and it's fucking amazing. I did not have that one. I had real beer. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they also had, like, a... Um, a like a Schwarzbier black lager on that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, just really good German beers. Uh, there was one moment where I made an oopsie daisy. Oh, yeah, yeah, while we were there. So they brought our final round. Yeah, and like we were we were chatting or whatever. We paid our tab, and uh, our buddy Matt stood up, and I was like, "Oh shoot, we're leaving." Mm-hmm. And so I made my beer disappear because I was like, well, I'm not going to leave this. And I'm sitting here and I see Casey. And he still has a full beer. Uh, Casey stand up and chug his beer. And, and I'm like. <laughs> and so, so I'm seeing they're both stood up. He just chugged his beer. I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to sit here until I slowly finish my beer. Matt just stood to stretch. Yeah. <laughs> and I misread the situation and was like. Oh, <laughs> but the, the guy also saw that you had just chugged your beer. So he he felt he took pity on me yeah. and brought me a half an, another half beer, and I was so grateful. <laughs> and uh, let's see, where did we go from there? Uh, we went to uh, Sun King Brewing. Right, went to Sun King for a bit. Because uh, I was hoping they would have hive mine on, they did not have hive yeah, mine. Yeah, and they—they've never seemed to have it actually on tap. Well, they were doing the tapping party, but apparently they did the tapping party at Gen Con, and mm-hmm. I misread that. So, uh, yeah, we'll probably just skip them next year because yeah. their breweries, whatever. They were doing trivia and didn't invite us to play. Yeah, no, and uh, like it was pretty bad service. It was just packed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so went there, and then we went to brew where. That we had the worst beer I had the entire trip. Yeah, the uh, when we went to brew, I got the mango hive mind, which was a variant that they didn't do. Yeah, no, it uh, it did not smell good. I will yeah. say that. Then we finally got back to the Airbnb and started watching a movie. And I went to bed. Yeah, no, and uh, we yeah we made it halfway through uh, Dungeons and Dragons movie since Matt hadn't seen it before. And, uh, yeah, but that was just bedtime. It was and bedtime, yeah. We had an early day the next day. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we hit the con running. At, we were there by 9.30, uh, hit the floor. Uh, what were your, so day one pickups, what were the, what were the big things, if you can remember? Ah, <sighs> uh, man, I, I have like, to move, cool, clear cool the table out. Of the- day one. Like, cool games so, you played. Like, normally, the first thing I do, like, on the, that first day is, a, like, I'll, I'll, I'm normally like walking through like a little bit faster. I, I'm not checking, not stopping by at too many places. Mm-hmm. Walking into the booths, like I'll, I, I, I yeah, was we have we have very different booth strategies or con or con floor strategies. Like I'm basically skimming the convention hall that first day for the most part. Yeah, was the way I would put it. And like I, I like spotting things that I want, maybe I want to check out the next day, uh, things like that. And so like I went through like walked through the floor like a couple times. I came away with some RPG things. I can't remember which one. I don't think I grabbed any of the the big uh, the big purchases that first day. I think I think I spent some, spent the money on those on a different day, on the following days. But uh, uh, we picked up uh, what is uh, Monstrosity, 
we I think that was the first game we picked up. Oh yeah, yeah, we did a we actually did that one. Didn't we? Yeah, that was Yeah, yeah. So the first game we demoed we together we or no, it was not the first game we demoed. The first game we demoed uh shall not be named, but it was terrible. I don't remember what it was. Oh, yeah. it was Jack Labrador. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that was it was basically Paper Rock Scissors kind of the Wizard Spock. I was I was so confused and it was such a bad like experience. I was just like, well, but what like, is and happening? Then, and then like and, But they never told us about their game. We did that and like there were cards right there. Like and cards did not play into this demo at all. Yeah, like, it was they just basically did uh Rock, Paper, Scissors, Lizard, Spock, but Lizard and Spock were two different things. Yeah. It was like uh, Labrador and something else. I don't even remember. And like, then I sat there and I had to play this game with like he. I was under his weird spell and I had to sit there and play the game. And I don't know how I got points, but he just kept saying that there were points. And I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna keep throwing things. Yeah. Like, there's a chart right there, and there's a deck of cards. I'm like, what is what? the game? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> but I got a T-shirt and. Out of it, so that was that was a thing that happened. Yeah. Uh, um. And then, uh, but then we went and we played Monstrosity, which is kind of a really cool game. So we picked it up. The premise behind it, you're gonna get a lot of game premises, guys. Yeah. So just hold on to your butts. But you, one person looks at a monster. They have two minutes to look at this monster card. They draw one at random, and then they have to put it down. Then they have to describe the monster like if they're um, at a like a police sketch. They have to describe the monster as best they can, and I think they have like two minutes to do that. Yeah, some amount of time. They're, oh, no, you have 20 seconds to look at the monster, oh, and yeah. two minutes to draw the monster. Mm-hmm. And they can ask questions and stuff, and you're basically doing a, everybody's doing their own artist interpretation of what this person saw. Oh, yeah. Then they choose whoever got closest to the monster and then they reveal the monster. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a really cool quick party game. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And like uh mine didn't look great, but the guy who, the the guy demoing it like he had a pretty good one and yeah, but it was a lot of fun. It was like it was it was a good party game. Yeah. Uh but yeah, that first day like You had you had a bag full of RPG books. Yeah, I, I don't know what set I had that first day. You know, it might have been the maybe it was maybe I did pick up the uh uh I I don't know which one. Like I I bought so much RPG stuff over the uh, those couple of days that's hard to tell. I I know which ones I bought yesterday. And I know which one I bought the second day, but that first day I'm not quite sure. It might have been this. Uh, let me see what it was. Ah, it doesn't. Neoclassical really Greek Revival was the name of the uh, the RPG set. It doesn't really seem to have anything to do with Greek, uh, but it's like a, it's just a dark RPG type thing. And uh, oh, that was one. Uh, yeah, that was the first day I yep. picked that. You one also up. bought uh, it, I, Smug it, Owls, right? Oh yeah, I got that because we played that the first day. But the, that RPG set was. Uh, like I had picked up like a cu- quite a few books for it, and like I was gonna check out. Like, hey, you know, like for another fifty dollars, you get everything in the booth. And I was like, ooh. So well, I guess I'll buy everything I in the get booth. Everything in the booth. Ooh. So yeah, that's what I did. Yep. So I, that that was the first big purchase I had. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, you ended up getting Smug Owls, mm-hmm. um, which is then- a, which is a fun like uh, you make a, a use cards and like make up a, a riddle. And, and then, then you have to, everybody comes up with an answer to the riddle. And you, and somebody has to choose, like, what is the best, uh, best answer. Yeah. 
Yeah, which was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I picked up a quick card game called Shiner, which is about making moonshine. Yeah. Um, and, like, you have to, like, run it, and, like, there's, yeah. Uh, simple, quick game. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. Um, and then I picked up some uh, expansions for some other games, but nothing too crazy that first day. Mm-hmm. We went to, uh, what was it, Social Cantina, which had gone all out for Gen Con. They had a whole, like, themed cocktail menu and uh, themed, like, food menu and everything. And it was fine. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Nothing too crazy. We yeah. ended up hitting Big Wood as well that day for lunch, which is, uh, like, a local brewery chain. Or maybe they're not quite local, but they're a brewery chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was kind of the end of Yeah, no, that Thursday. first day I So that yeah, that first day. We got day, back and we crashed hard. We were back we were back and in bed by like ten. Yeah, no, like uh I was I, I think like I actually like sat down that first day for like uh like an hour. At like towards the end of the day. It was like it like hit like four forty five. Like, I'm gonna sit down here. And like uh, we, we like we just uh, I sent the text message out that hey if uh, I'll be outside hall one or whatever yep so yeah but it was a lot of fun and then uh, the next day uh, you started doing the the walk down over for coffee in the morning and yeah I gotta say I really appreciated that like getting, uh, <laughs> waking up and there just being coffee for oh, you oh yeah yeah like having uh, <laughs> having an iced coffee uh, ready to go that was pretty great. Well, you know, I try. Uh, especially since I didn't have to do the the uh, half mile walk. Well, it, I mean, it wasn't that no, bad. No, of it's a not walk. that bad. Like, yeah. And I was like, I need coffee, and I'm up because mm-hmm. I'm an old man, and it's five a.m. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, let's see. Second day. Uh, yeah, we kind of arrived there. Uh, so I had I had um, previewed a game. Or uh, demoed a game uh, the day before at the Funko booth called Star Wars Rivals. It's been out for a minute, but they had like some con exclusive stuff, and like I really enjoyed it. Uh, you have these like two little dudes or these three little dudes, and you make them f- like fight over like land areas and stuff. It's just kind of interesting. And so I was like, oh, well, I'm gonna go check that out. And they ran. They had fifty. They only had 50 a day of the con exclusives, and I was like, five people passed. And I'm like, ah, dang it. So I didn't get that uh, on Friday. And I was like, well, there's always tomorrow. I'll try again tomorrow, and we'll talk about that. But, yeah, so I, I missed out on that. That was, like, the one con exclusive thing I wanted. And then I also wanted um, the new Star Wars Villainous expansion. So I went and picked that up at Hall B, which was way away from the Raven Ravensburgers booth, which is the uh, people who make it because they were just being mobbed by Lorcana. Oh, yeah. So Lorcana is this new card game that came out this year. Uh, it is like uh, magic, but Disney is essentially, mm-hmm. uh, I think, the best way to describe it. And, oh, my God, people went apeshit. People lined up. Uh, so they started lining up on Wednesday, and there was this whole fiasco where people who had been lined up all night got, like, moved to, like, the back of the line, which is this whole thing. And then there was uh, – so they made an official line uh, starting at 6 p.m. Thursday night for when the hall opened at 10 a.m. the next morning. So people waited in line for 14 hours – or, I'm sorry, 16 hours oh, yeah. for this game. 
which is just insane to me. What a way to ruin your, like, because you're so tired at that point, like, you can't go, you're now stinky, because, I mean, it's a stinky group. Yeah. And it was just insane to me. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, no, th- those lines were wild all weekend. Though apparently I could have gotten in line at, like, 3 on... Uh, Thursday and just like kind of walked in. Well, like, there was a couple of times where it looked like the line might be like maybe an hour long. Yeah, but like it's like it, it doesn't seem worth it for me. To, no, like, just get no, like, an hour of the convention time. The, just to- the longest I waited in a line, I think, was twenty minutes, mm-hmm. um, and that was for the Funko one where I and then I didn't get it, and I was like, eh. Um, but yeah, so Thursday we went through the Conde, picked up a like. Get, what was a highlight game for you on Thursday? I think. No, I mean you mean fr- you mean Friday? Friday, Friday. Yeah. Sorry, Friday. So I think Friday was when I picked up Outcast Sailor Raiders, or is it? Yeah, that's the name of it. Outcast Silver Raiders. So that was a uh, another dark RPG uh, for like kind of like more dungeon delving, but also dark. Uh, so like I picked up the box set for that one because that was it looks pretty cool to get all that stuff and stuff like having to pick a couple of the things and. The box set was pretty uh, comprehensive. So, yep, picked up that one. Uh, there's a couple other smaller ones I picked up. I can't remember which ones, because uh, <laughs> like I don't have everything like facing the correct direction for me to take a look at. Uh, one of the things I picked up was uh, was one of the ones that won the an award uh, this year. It was uh, uh, Tavern on the Borderlands, which is like a supplemental for mm-hmm. uh, basically... It could be used for anything, but it it really goes well with uh, Keep on the Borderlands, which is like a a, a classic uh, uh, dungeon module that's been poured into like multiple editions. Uh, oh, very cool! So yeah, uh, I grabbed that and like grabbed a, another cool one off of them that was uh, had like mainly because it like had such a wild like a uh, cover on it that I had to like take a. It's like oh, tell me about this one. Uh, this one was called uh, Necronautilus. Uh, Basically, uh, you're you're a servant of like a kind of like a god of death, and you go out and do his bidding, and like you're po- you're like you're you have like a word of power basically, like you just have like a word in your character sheet, and that's like you tr- you use that as like a, a as power, and but if you mess up your roll uh, just right, it'll like you fracture your word of power, so then you have to replace one like cross out a letter and like put another letter in place of that of that word because so it's basically now a new word. That is your word of power, and you also like start your you slowly like start gaining memories because you start off with like no memories. But like that was that was a pretty cool one, and uh, like they grabbed some other things. There's a couple, of, so there's a lot of uh, people that were like only accepting like especially if they're out of country, for, were only accepting cash, unfortunately. So like I went through my cash on that uh, that second day pretty fast. And like I think we, the place we went to was it, I think for lunch was uh, like this said that uh, like hey if you pay with uh, cash you get like a five percent discount. I should have not tried to do that because I need. It turns out I needed my cash for, uh, <laughs> for <laughs> elsewhere. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so that I burned through my cash cash fast on that day. Yeah. Um, let's see. I picked up Escape from the Dark Sector, mm-hmm. uh, which is by the people who made Escape from Dark the Dark Castle. Yeah. Uh, which is a really cool um, cooperative game that's built around the old like dungeon crawler video games, like where you kind of like walk into a room, deal with a thing, move on to the next room. Yeah. Um, and then, so I, I really like that. They're also making the Last of Us game, 
which I kickstarted. I'm really excited. And they had copies there, and it was cool to see the artwork for the first time. Um, and then the other one that I was really excited about uh, was this game called Alewood. And it was by this booth. Uh, you picked up, I think, Tricycle yeah, uh, yeah. from them. And they do uh, some really interesting, like... RPG-esque ideas. They had one called Remember Frankie that I kept thinking like, oh man, this is such a cool idea. Um, but I didn't pick it up, but it might be like on my list of things to just kind of keep in mind. But Alewood is a RPG slash drinking game set in a set in the Old West. And there's like a story built around it and you use cards and it's DM-less. But your character actions um, is all based off of your drink level. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, you have, like, a little measuring stick. And depending on where your character is, like, that, like, you hold it up to your pint glass. It's, like, based off of a standard pint glass. And that tells you, like, what your ability score is. (laughs) Uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, And so that, like, it it was just a really cool mechanic that I liked. Um, and then w- during that day, we also were playing the, uh, so was it check, check games, something CGE? Yeah. I can't remember what they what it stands for, but CGE. Yeah. I think it's like check. Oh, here. I, I can enhance. Hmm. Oh, check games edition. All right. Uh, CGE. They have this game called, uh, Lost Temple of Arnok. And or Legends of Arnok or it's something Arnok. Yeah. And they do this. Uh, they started last year uh, and they did it again this year. There's this really cool um, scavenger hunt where you oh, yeah. go and you you. Uh, I'm glad you brought it because otherwise I was gonna bring up the the scavenger hunt. Yeah. 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 So you you start by uh, going to this website and then there's like this little story and you have to find the word and it gives you a puzzle mm-hmm. and it brings you to another booth and you got to go find it to get the next word. And so we did that throughout the day, like as a group, we were we were doing that. Well, I won. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, like, you, get, you get entered into drawing. So I won, and that was pretty cool. So I had to go back to the con after we had gone out to dinner because we went to uh, Rathskeller, which is this really cool German restaurant. Oh, yeah, it was, in, it was fantastic. In Indy. Um, and I was heading back there anyway because I had a meetup for uh, passenger, former passengers of the Halcyon. There was like a Star Cruiser meetup. So I went up and met up with those guys. Well, you guys headed back. I don't mm-hmm. know. So this is like our stories diverge a little bit Friday uh, night. No, it was nothing exciting. Just I just got back and just basically laid down. Okay. That well, walk through the Raskeller kind of, it was a hot, sweaty walk. That, oh, that was okay. the most humid day, I think. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you guys just crashed then. Yeah. Okay. So I went out and hung out until about 1130 or so with, uh, with a bunch of people from... Uh, like Star Cruisers, so a bunch of Star Wars nerds, and mm-hmm. we reminisced and chatted, played some Sabacc, learned uh, about the International Sabacc League, um, and hung out with like the founder of the Indie Chapter, so shout out um, to them. And yeah, it was just a really cool, really cool experience with some cool people. Um, I went and uh, they were doing a Sabacc event on Saturday. I went and swung by and said hi, but w- it was just bad timing. I think we were we first uh, we had we were, we did a late lunch and then we had gamers and then by the time we got out of gamers I was just like I can't go and play Sabacc right now I just want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, that was basically uh, the second day. The third day, uh, let's see. So 
I'm trying to remember if we did anything special in the morning. I think we might have just scattered right, right I, away. Yeah, yeah. So it used to be we'd try to stick together, and now we're just like, it's just like uh, we, we all hit the con floor differently, mm-hmm. and we're all looking for different things. And so we just kind of scattered. Yeah, because otherwise, you ha- like if somebody was taking an eye on something, well, like not, and like if you're not interested, like you're kind of like just hanging around while that's happening. And you know what? I think less people need to be doing that. I think more people need to be doing the scattering because uh, it's kind of hard to walk down some of those. Uh, yeah, those more people do need the scattering. Well, and so like, what's your strategy? What's what's your what's your uh, con hall strategy? Uh, basically, I'm just looking left and right, and then left again. And then right again as I'm walking. Oh, and I look left, and then get this, I look right. Oh. So like I, I'm trying to look at every booth, but it's like it is hard. Like even like since like I start like especially that first day, I'm, I'm doing the same thing, and uh, like and like uh, when I'm skimming it, I'm still hitting a couple booths, but, but like uh, so like by day two, like I I, I I do like a couple routes through. And then day two, do the same thing. And like, I, I was like, catch something like maybe I, I missed the first time around, or like, well, definitely. Cause like, even on the, the final day, there was a couple things like, oh, I didn't see this booth and go take a look. Yeah. And like, I'll, I'll stop every once in a while, like, I'll slow down and start taking a look at things. But like, some, like, honestly, if there's something that I, even if I'm uh, a little interested in, uh, if like, I, I if somebody's like, uh, like doesn't like actually come like try to pit, get, pitch me t- to me, I'll probably just move on because I I don't really want to just like take a look at the back of the box and like just stare at that for like a, a couple of minutes until somebody like comes over. Yeah. It's more understandable like if if they're actually busy. Yeah, but every once in a while like they're like trying to like get stuff restocked or things like that, and like I understand, but it just and I also generally avoid bigger things like great like i say that and like i have a bunch of like big box sets and things like yeah. that but like uh the the books themselves are like normally like not the full size like D books or mm-hmm. things like that so i don't look at like i if they're honestly if they're selling like a rpg book like that is like that size i normally skip it because i kind of like the smaller stuff is because i can carry more at gen con yeah and um, then, like, also the same way with board games. Like, I, I, I do generally completely skip anything that's, like, too large. Yeah, I don't really buy a lot of big games at yeah. Gen Con, this year being the exception. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it was, like, so my strategy is very different. Mm-hmm. I look right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I only look right. So do you, like, look right going up and then you go back the same roll? No, I, 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 I go... Doot, 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 and then I turn and I go doot, 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 doot. so I go I zigzag through the con mm-hmm. and then I stop and I turn around and then I zigzag back the other oh, way oh. Uh, so like I what I would do like was I when I got to one in the hall well because like it's such a I, I want to go kind of just it's easier for me if I just keep it like go like treat that as like that's the end like I start go at the, to the very beginning and start working that way because every day I usually just start in the middle somewhere like I don't like I don't aim for like any specific like yeah. one side or the other. Well, you never start. And then I I just like I just make my way like I leave the hall and just do the long walk out in the open hall, light giant oh. highway to get right back to the other side, and then I start working my way back. See, over. once I'm in, I don't usually leave, and so oh, well, I do just, just because especially this year with that Lorcana line just eating up so much space. Oh, I just kind of like went around the Ravensburger booth. Because there's like that chunk there, which is why I missed a few things there a few uh, for a while. Um, but yeah, and then um, my approach strategy is anytime there's somebody sitting there with an open game or an open demo, 
I go and I'm like, tell me about this mm-hmm. or what is this? And then give me the demo. Cause there's a lot of things that like at first glance, I'm like, eh, but then I'll play it. And I'm like, Oh, Oh yeah. So I do a lot of demos. I probably did 15 or so demos a day or more. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are long, some of them are short, but yeah. Yeah. Anything else on that day? Oh, that- so we're talking Saturday. So yeah. there, there's, so. Oh yeah, we're talking Saturday. Yeah. Okay. So I, I sat down for this demo. Um, for this game called Sleeping Gods. Uh, it's like Sleeping Gods something, like it was the sequel to this game, Sleeping Gods. And he's like, have you played Sleeping Gods before? I'm like, no. Have you played this game before? No. Have you played any, like he lists like five games, like I have not played any of these. He's like, okay, that's fine. Let's talk about this. Do you have time for a demo? I'm like, yeah. He's like, it's going to be 30 to 45 minutes. Is that okay? I'm like, yep, I got no place to be. Let's do this. So I sat down and I did this, and this game kind of blew my mind a little bit. It was incredible. So it's a story-driven game where you have, like, it's like a spiral-bound book that's the map. And, like, it's all of these, like, it's these two big tomes of story. And he's like, yeah, so, like, every time you, like, go to a spot, it'll be, like, turned. It's, like, very, like, choose-your-own-adventure book. And there's, but there's, like, all of this stuff. And you run through. You can run through it multiple times. Each campaign takes like ten to ten to fifteen hours, and it's super cool. You're gonna love it. And it, like we played through a little bit. I'm like, okay, this combat moves pretty quick. It's kind of interesting. There's a lot of strategy to it. It's a lot of co-op strategy. I'm like, this is really cool. The story-driven part sounds interesting. There's little mini games that pop up that you don't expect. It can be played one to four players. I'm like, this is awesome. So I bought it on Amazon <laughs> because the box was huge and I didn't want to carry it. But I bought the first one. I bought um, Sleeping Gods. I highly recommend checking it out. It it was just super, super cool. Um, and then uh, the other game that I would love to talk about is the one that we demoed together uh, after oh, yeah. lunch. Uh- Let's save it for a little bit later, but like, okay, because like yeah, th- that was a, a wild, uh, that was a wild. That one was, I demo. think, my game of the con is that one. So uh, let's see, I had a hit a like a, a booth called uh, like a, I think this was my first stop on Saturday. Like I checked out like Feral Indie Studios uh, Vermhack, uh, and it looked really like it's more like kind of like a you set up like a D and D like type of group. But also, it's, it can also be set up so like each person controls multiple characters, kind of like the old school stuff, where like it, where like you're you kind of expected to just throw away characters to the meat grinder, and uh, that seems like oh, that's like pretty cool, like have like a dungeon crawling experience like that. And then uh, there's a cool thing I got for uh, free. Well, he said like, oh, don't t- tell anybody I uh, I gave this to you, but uh, I picked up from. Uh, uh, I went to, it was like, I think this is a Rebellion Unplugged, but this is a, uh, this is called, tar- this one was called Tartarus Gate. They had a couple other ones, uh, cause they're, they're not really, they weren't really selling these things because what they are, it's kind of like, uh, it seems like they're like, they're kickstarting or like there's things you subscribe to, but this is a role-playing game. This one is specifically sci-fi horror, uh, for Tartarus Gate, uh, 
And every it's all tear away. Like everything you need for oh, so oh, you have a character. So here's your character. It tears out. There's your character sheet. Uh, tear out. Oh, here's the what? rules that you're gonna use it. You tear out like oh, here's the here's a couple other things like a couple supplements that you're gonna need. It's all that's how this is. This is the the whole book is uh, like stuff that gets teared out. So basically, you can only like run it once, but that is like a really cool way of doing things. And then, uh, yeah, a semi disposable RPG. That's that's honestly really cool. Yeah, so like I, I grabbed, so I got that one. I didn't have to pay for that one, but that was a pretty cool uh, get. I think it was, it's uh, Adventure Presents Tartarus Gate, uh, written by Grant Howitt. So yeah, all right, sweet. So yeah, complete rules, maps, and handouts, character sheets. It's a three session adventure, not bad for like a uh, uh, a magazine. Book. Yeah, very cool. Uh, well, should we talk about the game of the con? And then the yeah, best that was, pizza place that we've eaten at in, in Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. So, like, we had, uh, uh, earlier in the day, uh, Casey and I, were we, like, how did, we must have just happened to be at the same spot at the same time. Like, No, so. no, because, uh, no, I brought us there. Okay. After So, after lunch, I brought us there to sign up oh, because yeah. I, I told, I saw it, and I'm like, I oh. really want to demo oh, yeah, this game. Right. Like, let's go mm-hmm. do it. And the game's called Mission Control. Yeah. And it reminded me a lot of uh, what, the submarine game. Yeah, uh, uh, was it Captain Sonar? Captain Sonar, yeah. Which Captain Sonar is an eight-person uh, submarine game that is incredible. Like it's two teams of four, and they're going against each other in real time, trying to hunt each other down. It's very intense, and it's very intense, and it's very cool. Well, this is a four-person cooperative game called Mission Control, one person is stuck in the spaceship, and they have a problem. It's very um, Apollo 13. Yes. And so, like, there's, like... You have there's the three mission controls. Yeah, but, like, uh, like different, instead of different countries, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's an American one. There's a Geneva in, one. I uh, know. It's it's India and Germany. India and Germany? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's the U.S., India, and Germany. And uh, basically, so, like, the other three players are these various mission control groups, and uh, like they, the, well, like uh, the, the gameplay is like, like you have it's like it's frantic. all like, like it's like everybody has their own mini games. Uh, yeah, some of them like in Casey's case, it was uh, he was since he was the 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 space uh, just. I, I space. was I was in the space capsule, trying to save himself. Desperately. Yeah, so there's there's uh, each mission control is its own separate mini game yeah. that's uh, numerical bases like Sudoku or. Um, and the way or that, making shapes, and the way that the numbers work is that uh, uh, the 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 pilot rolls the di- three dice. Yeah, I roll three dice, and, and then, then I yell every, out the numbers. And then mission like the various mission controls, like we like discuss and like which of the two we want to take. Yep, and then I get the third, and I have to do something with that on my end. So I'm trying to keep track of like so they're they're giving me things, mm-hmm. and then I have to basically do uh, pipe dream. Like, yeah. boop, 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 boop. You remember the old pipe dream game, oh, yeah. right? So to get oxygen, mm-hmm. and uh, they they're they're trying to unlock things to make it easier for me to do my pipe dream thing, but I can't do anything until I start getting pieces from India mm-hmm. uh, and this this whole thing. And so I'm rolling and waiting, rolling and waiting, and then all of a sudden pieces and. Uh, stuff like starts coming in, and I'm like, okay, now I have too much to do, <laughs> and I'm like, ah. And there's a 20 minute time limit on the game, and it's very frantic. It's very exciting. Oh yeah, and like, uh, 
and surprise, and like it was, oh, like uh, the, the way, like in case my my mini game specifically was, uh, I had, like had various columns, and like so, like and like along uh, along with how many dice spots had to be filled up to fill up a column of like value. So like if it was seventeen, I would have to like somehow have have like have like and like maybe it was like be four dice that add up to seventeen, which sounds simple enough. But like I have like uh, thirty of these things across the board, and I and like I, I if I mess up on one of these like that, that basically that I need to complete multiple columns in order to get like a, a, an unlock, and we're all like it's all like we we all need different dice combinations and things like that. So and there's a couple columns I just go like I'm going to put all the stuff I don't want here, and it's going to stay there. And that column's shot. It's, <laughs> I don't get take advantage of that one. Yeah, and so it's hard to because you have to be able to do things fast too because like it's because like, things are coming and there's a time limit and there's a lot to do in 20 minutes and there's things you can do also that like uh can give like uh people like wild cards like if you like do certain things on diff- each of the boards it'll like okay uh, G- uh germany you got a you got you, you get a die so like that uh, they get like a free thing that they place anywhere mm-hmm. and uh I don't know if any of them applied to you. Did you. I did get bonuses from from everybody, but you guys were very bad at them. Oh yeah. <laughs> so like, so what were your what? So I got um. So I, I think yeah, India get- India was pretty good. India was giving me tons of pieces. Oh yeah. Um, you unlocked valves. Yeah. And uh, you were you were Houston, right? Yes. Yep. Um, and then Cologne uh gave me. Yeah, uh, Colin gave me um, uh, what, oh they let me pull things out of a out of a bin, mm-hmm. um, but like he was he was really bad at his job because he was supposed to like he was supposed to make it so I could like look and he was he was really bad at his job, <laughs> but like I made it. Yeah, no, like we had five minutes to spare. We were. <laughs> Like it seemed like we weren't going very fast, but we were probably well. And like I'm just saying, I was being pretty good at my job, and because like, like I didn't want to die in space. Yeah, no, and we were calling uh, the die rolls pretty quickly. Like uh, mm-hmm. we, we like we wouldn't like put a lot of thought into it. It's like like I need one of these numbers. I'd be like. Uh, I need a four. Like, like if I hear that yep. that number get called out, I'd be like, I need a four, and like uh, somebody else like, oh, we'll take a four and a five, or like I I do the same. Oh thing. yeah, it was. Uh, uh, Germany was in charge of valves, mm-hmm. and I needed some goddamn valves, <laughs> and I couldn't get any goddamn valves. It was a whole thing. No, but that was a very intense. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was like a twenty minute game. Like I think like my watch people one time that because my, my heart rate went up because like uh oh it w- it felt way longer than twenty minutes. Oh, like yeah. I came out of there like kind of exhausted. Oh yeah, and I was like oh that was fun. Yeah, and so we bought we bought that like right away. Yeah, I had that big, and I think about like I think we swung around because Matt had entered something in the uh, uh, the painting competition yep. too. So like we took a lot another swing look at uh, some of those. Uh, uh, yeah, Matt did really like he did well. I don't think he placed, but we don't no. know yeah. because there was a whole yeah. Cluster. There, there's a, co- a, a bit of issue with yeah. uh, the scoring stuff. Yeah, but. but yeah. So we went and did that. Uh, looked at that. I did. I walked the floor a little bit more. You went and played some pinball. Yeah, no. I I took a I had the previous day. I had like put like had like so, like ten games on a pinball yeah. thing and like run through that quick pretty quickly. So I was like, I have two hours. I'll get. Uh, 25 games 
Uh, I finished with like 10 games left. Right. I, I, I didn't uh, get to play, but... Uh, but uh, we also uh, went and saw Gamers Live yes. again. Uh, I've we, gone we go I there every year. pretty much every year yeah. now, and it is incredible. It is so much fun. It was an absolute blast watching... Uh, basically... Uh, they improv everything as uh, and like it's like a D&D party together and then like uh the guy the guy running it will ring the bell and everybody will go from sitting at the table to, to being their character out. and they'll have like they have uh, like uh, some assistance like in the background or and like in this case it was uh <laughs> they had two people that uh, as like uh blow up uh uh mannequins or whatever uh, that were like, oh, like, oh, because like the is like, oh, yeah, we're, uh, look at these cool things I got that like blow you put, blow them up, like it's various things for different movies, but like it's just an excuse to have these, uh, these improv people like do weird, uh, do weird physical <laughs> comedy. <laughs> and then, like, uh, in the course, when they swap to like action mode in the game, like they're filling up like NPC roles, um, and like, of course, and the crowd gets brought up, like, as like, uh, okay, we, uh, seven archers, uh, yeah. And stuff like that. So like, and then they have to kind of work it, or like they're now trees, and they have to like circle around everybody to because, and now they have to circle faster because now there's even more. There's trees. a travel montage, and yeah, and they're also in a milk truck now because of course they're in a milk truck, and they have like weird, weird backgrounds, weird uh, character races. It was all, it was a lot of fun. Oh, it's, it's always a just blast. an utter blast. And it's there so was a fun. this one. Uh, like like normally like they have like a lot of like uh, more like classic like you're in a like a uh, you're at a ta- in a tavern you're in a brawl now and they do like a oh, there'll be like a big fight scene like that uh, this one uh, like it, it, it didn't it have was, a fight scene it was kind of the greatest they're like it ended up being like a, a roast all of a sudden so, uh, this person that's being treated up as like this big hero as like uh, this uh, roast of and so. so like, the the quick synopsis yeah. of of the story yeah. is this barbarian or i guess yeah, former barbarian, cleric for, former cleric now a barbarian um is being honored by the king so him and his uh company travel there mm-hmm. turns out the uh the party to honor him is a roast he uh but it's also a trap uh, because the king is convinced that the barbarian has defiled his daughters that he doesn't have, and uh, <laughs> and was convinced this by the bard who's actually the barbarian's daughter. Yeah. Um. Oh, the barbarian's family is dead. So anyway. Um, and well, like you, you, see, you, you can't you throw that out that detail out there, but that detail that uh, that the bard was his daughter all along wasn't improv till much later. No, on. it was like at, it, at the very it, end because like this is all improv and like they just imp- they just improv it. Yeah, and it basically ended up as Star Wars. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But role reversed. Yeah, but there was a point there where because uh, th- he had a bench at the beginning, like oh, this he has this character in there. He's been playing it for like months, and I think tonight I'm gonna finally kill off his character. And like he wasn't, the, but like he wasn't the main character. The barbarian's the main character, so like the milkman doesn't have a lot to do all of a sudden. Yeah. But there was a a rose. So and when he his turn came up, he was going for a while. The milkman had. Like the best roast, and then like the bell went off, and uh, like and he like after sitting down at the table was like, you know, I had I, I actually do have more. Like I I was like I, I wrote a bunch more down. So, like, they're like, well, let's hear it. <laughs> he goes back up and he finishes the roast. <laughs> it was a really well done roast yes. for something that was like. Because he had to like he work. had about five minutes to write everything. Because they took down. calls from the crowd for about what makes this barbarian angry. 
and the more things that get called that make him angry, the more times that uh, like it, the harder it's going to be for him not to berserk and try to just kill that person. Yeah. And it was it was great just seeing him like this this roast that had been pulled out of nowhere. It was it was a great bit of improv. And then uh, the barbarian's about to kill him, and it's like, well, actually, I'm a ballerina and I fish my performance, so I'm going to use my character ability to be in the backstage now. Honestly, I'm a little bummed that not every gamer's live show is a completely sold out show because it is so good oh, yeah. and it's so phenomenal. If you go to Gen Con or if you ever go to Gen Con, go see Gamers Live. They are fantastic. It's great comedy. Um, if you have kids, go to one of the earlier in the day show. Like, so they do two shows every night. Go to the earlier one, and it's usually a little bit more family friendly. Uh, the later one can get a little, um, I, I guess, like a little like raunchy, a little PG thirteen. I yeah, think. Yeah, they said they said uh, they had uh, one fuck, and that was okay because uh, she had banked it from the. Earlier well, show. that's not how that works. <laughs> But yeah, so they, they try they try to not go blue, um, and they mostly succeed. <laughs> mostly yes. But yeah, so I highly recommend going. Overall, Gen Con wonderful experience. Yeah. Cannot recommend it enough. And then um, uh, well, we, we had went the- to uh, Jack. Was it Jacoby's? Jacoby's Pizza, Jack. Jack. So. Like we've had like pizza in Indianapolis before, but uh, we were our uh, bed and breakfast. Our our place was uh, nearby uh, a pizza place called Jacoby's, and uh, so we walked down there uh, last night. Giacomo. Oh, Giacomo. Okay. Yep, Giacomo Upper Crust, and holy cow, was that delicious! Oh no, it was fantastic. It was pizza. some of the best pizza I've had in a very long time. It was like great crust, good sauce, just. Uh, I ate my entire pizza. It was. Google is saying that I am there now. Well, there. Uh, my uh, yeah. It, this is determined that this is a lie. <laughs> no, maybe maybe you went to Nirvana while there, and like actually, like you're just like drooling at the mouth, still sitting there. I mean, I'll take it. Huh? This sounds delicious. Yeah, no, that was a very, like the best pizza I've had uh, in Indianapolis. Yeah, it was just really good. Turns out that uh, when they said like had like on the printout for from uh, in the Airbnb, it was like, like the best pizza in Indianapolis. They weren't wrong. They were not wrong. It was just phenomenal. But yeah, so that was Gen Con twenty twenty three, kind of in a nutshell. Yeah, we flew back this morning. And- yeah. It's been a busy, uh, busy few weeks, and it's just been awesome. And besides the energy I've managed to dredge up for the show, oh no, it's all gone now. You no, know, like it's it's going like it's like it's I, like right draining before, fast. Right before the show, like I felt like I was like a piece of like a piece of like uh, plastic wrap that had been that it was just stretched over. Would you would you would you say you felt like a little bit of br- butter or butter uh, spread over too much bread? No, I, I like the plastic wrap thing. It's like it wrapped over something and just stretched and stretched as far as it can go. And I'm going to stick with the Lord of the Rings yeah. reference. Okay, yeah. You can do that. Yeah, because I'm a better nerd I didn't, than I you. didn't realize. I did, yeah, I, I didn't catch that as <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Gandalf, I feel like I... <laughs> yeah, so I have enough energy for the show, and then I'm probably going to crash. After, yeah, like after. Lando did? Yeah, no, Lando is down for the count. He is down. Um, but yeah, uh, BNS meet up at Gen Con next year. That sounds yeah. fun. Let's yeah. do that. If there's any other Gen Con people in the uh, in the listenership, let us know. Yeah. All right. 
Well, if you guys have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindindustudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindindustudios. Follow us on Instagram at blindindustudios. And I'll see you guys next week. 